Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to A Slob Comes Clean, the podcast. I'm Dana K. White. I blog over at aslobcomesclean.com. That is where I share my personal deslobification process. As I figure out ways to keep my own home under control, I share the truth about cleaning and organizing strategies that actually work in real life for real people, people who don't love cleaning and organizing. Thanks for joining me today. This is podcast number 279, and I think I'm going to call it Why Your House Looks Messy. But don't be offended by that title, okay? So um, this is based on something I've been thinking about because of my own house, <laughs> this is my own, what I'm going through lately. So I realized, and this was, I think it was before Christmas, but I realized I was like, okay, I just feel like my house is a disaster. Like, I'm like, what, what is wrong? You know, I was trying to keep up with some of my dishes and my kitchen and all that kind of stuff. And, and I just was like, but I just feel like the clutter is just back and what's happened. I'm not, and I realized what it was. And it just reminded me of the huge impact of procrastinate clutter. I know. I'm gonna be talking about procrastinate clutter and just the impact of that. So so here's here's basically what's been going on. As you guys know, although I don't know if you know or not, because sometimes I'm vague and then sometimes I'm not, and I can't remember where I've been vague and where I've been not. But anyway, so y'all know last year. I was working on a book, right? Okay. I am still working on that book, but there's been a wrinkle in the plans. Anyway, so I was working on a book that is basically, you know, my heart in a book and it's one that is not under contract and I wanted to get it done before I actually pitched it to my publisher and all that kind of stuff. Anyway, so that was the one, I think back in November, I had run quite a few different strategy sessions for like weeks because I was going and and working so hard on that book. And I, I mean, it's almost, almost done. And then a wrinkle got thrown into the plans by my publisher actually asking me to write another different, completely different book, which is not as overwhelming, but it's going to be fun anyway. So that one is in the works, which means I could have two books coming out next year. Who knows? One of them, yes, the other one is still, you know, anyway, but it's also one that I've been thinking a lot more about it as I've kind of taken a break from it. My brain operates really well that way. It's like I'm in the weeds and I work, 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 work. And then I step back and I stop thinking about it. But my brain in the back of my brain keeps going. And so like certain things are making me, oh, yeah. So I think it's ultimately going to be a better one, better book that I've taken, um, you know, this time off to work on this other book. Very confusing, whatever. Anyway, life has been crazy. Oh, and then we have that course, right? Remember the course? which I just have to tell you guys, I, again, I, I don't recommend you get in the Facebook group if you're easily overwhelmed, because that is not the place for you. I've had to go in there because now I do question and answer videos in there for people here in the course. And so now I'm in, I had avoided being even in it because I don't like that kind of stuff. So don't feel bad if you're not in there. Like I don't participate at all. I just do my Q&A things, but now I'm in there anyway. But I have been hearing from 
our people, like so many of my people, that they are loving the course. And so I just want to make sure y'all know, I know here I'm promoting it and I wasn't actually intending on that right at this moment, but I have to tell you, it's takeyourhouseback.com. It is available to join through the end of January. You'll have access for a year, but it will be several months before we open it up again. So anyway, just letting you know that. So that's just one more of the things that are on my list. And y'all, yes, I, I take on things at different times and then I kind of you know, dig my heels in and go, I'm not taking anything else on, you know, whatever. But I also do kind of, I mean, I think it's my personality to enjoy to get a little bit of, like, I get kind of jazzed by having a lot going on sometimes and other times then I rebel against it. So whatever, whatever. The deal is I got behind on laundry ish. All right. Basically what happened was my family took over laundry which is great and amazing, but they don't do it the way that I do it. All right. And that's fine. Like, I mean, like, as I tell everybody, you know, because one of the questions that I get all the time is what about the other people in my house? What about my husband not doing things the way I want it to do? Or my husband does this. And I'm like, okay, well, if he's doing the dishes, He may be doing it differently than you. Like you probably have had to come to a point, just like I had to come to a point, which I resisted so hard of realizing that if I will, you know, fold clothes as I get them out of the dryer and put them away immediately, I am so much better off. You guys, I resisted that forever. And so for me to expect that my family members who are now doing their own laundry, which, I mean, they've done it, in diff- you know, they would do them in the summer because I'd be like, okay, guys, y'all have to learn how to do this. So everybody knows how to do it. But I don't mind because for our home to function at its best, it's best if we just have the system and I am willing to do it. Okay. But they've taken it over. That's great. But because of that, things are not getting folded and put away that stage of it, which we've got clean clothes. Yay. They're not getting folded and put away. What happens when that happens is that the house starts to just feel so cluttered. And it's because it's procrastinate clutter. So, you know, there is part of me that goes, have y'all not noticed that for the last, I would say five years, I've been putting clothes away immediately and we haven't had, you know, couches or recliners covered in clean clothes. Have y'all have y'all not noticed that? I mean, you know, <laughs> that's me saying it as nicely as I can. But but really, the, I mean, like that thought does go through my head, like, there's a really big difference. But it's a such a weird, intangible difference. Like it's such a like, it, like, it took me a while, I did not know the huge impact that it would have on my house to fold straight out of the dryer and put things away. Like I was shocked at that impact. Um, I couldn't have predicted it because I just didn't understand how much of a difference it was going to make and how our house looked and felt overall to not have that procrastinate clutter sitting on the couch or the love seat, which we don't have anymore, or a recliner or whatever. So therefore, I guess, you know, but it's a weird thing because it's not there. Do you know what I mean? Like it's not like, oh, wow, have you guys not noticed the huge um, table that we have in this room. No, it's that they haven't noticed the absence of 
piles of clean clothes. Does that make sense? So I can't expect other people to do that. I'm thankful for them. You know, they're taking care of their own laundry. They're going to have to figure out on their own, even though I tell them they're going to have to figure out on their own because that was me. I must, they get their hard headedness from me um, that it really does go better if you will just put everything away immediately. But anyway, so my point is, I was starting to feel like my house is so cluttered. What in the world is going on? I haven't been bringing in more stuff. And it was because of laundry. It was because of not finishing that last step, even though we had clean clothes, even though there was, you know, not as clear, but there was still a system for keeping clothes clean. Not having that last step meant there was a lot of procrastinate clutter everywhere and it made the house look messy and feel messy. And it was very, very frustrating. Okay. And I'm saying it like it's in past tense. It's not completely in past tense because I'm still working on this stuff and they're still handling their own laundry. But what I have learned or what I have tackled is just realized, oh, it's the clothes. I think I even realized this as I was talking to somebody in one of their strategy sessions that I'm not for sure I have actually aired yet. So whatever. Anyway, either you've heard it or you're going to hear it at some point. But I mean, that that was me that that was me realizing this is what's going on. So let me tell you, and sometimes I know Maddie's always like, Dana, don't apologize for repeating things. And I'm like, I know, I'm not really apologizing. I'm just kind of acknowledging that I know and I'm not clueless that I'm repeating. But anyway, I don't know if I've told you guys this story before. But When I did the five-day clutter shakedown, which is a video course, which happens to be half off right now if you want it. But anyway, when I did that, Linda, one of my assistants, she gathered up. I said, I need some clutter pictures to send over to the guy who was doing the videos, editing the videos for me. And I forget what it was, but I think I was talking about something and I wanted to show clutter pictures while we're doing that. So I sent him all these clutter pictures that she got. And it was funny to me because he goes, he was like, well, all these pictures are just piles of clothes. And I was like, really? Because in my mind, they were just my messy house. But he is somebody who is, and I, this is a friend of mine, like super neat and super paranoid about everything always being in place. And he could immediately see it was just clothes. Like, no, not that it was just clothes. There were other things there. But he could see that the number one problem was piles of clothes. And in my mind, they were piles of overwhelm. Like they were just piles. And I'm like, oh my goodness, there's piles, there's piles. You know, like these are messy pictures. They're pictures of piles. But really, they were just procrastinate clutter. So what I've been doing is I have these moments of, uh, I'm like, okay, what procrastinate clutter is sitting around here that I can go tackle? All right. I mean, I did this literally just before I sat down to do this podcast. I mean, I was like, my living room had a recliner, which happened to be the recliner I wanted to sit in, but it had a recliner covered in clothing, clean clothing. And I decided, okay, I'm going to go ahead and fold that. Took me literally, it was two loads worth. Mm -hmm. Took me literally... I believe I did not time myself, but I'm thinking it was probably 18 or 19 minutes. It was less than 20 minutes. So do it. And now my living room does not feel out of control anymore. There's still some stuff out of place, but it doesn't feel out of control because it was a big mountain of clothes on my recliner. 
So I'm saying, so why does your house look messy? There's all kinds of reasons. I mean, come on, we're not going to act like, oh, this is it. If you take care of this, then everything's fine. No, of course. We've talked about visibility rule. We've talked about clutter and we've talked about blah, 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 and keeping the dishes done. But there is a pretty decent chance, even if you struggle with all those things, that a lot of it and a lot of what is legitimately making the house look messy is procrastinate clutter. You know, it might be dishes that are on the counter that need to be washed. It might be dishes that have been washed and haven't been put away. It might be the pile of bags and and gift wrap stuff that you left out in a corner since Christmas. And yes, it is January 11th, but whatever when I'm recording this, because I mean, come on, this is us, it, you know, it, but it very likely if you will tackle the procrastinate clutter, it is going to take you so far in making your house look messy. Or if you've already done so much decluttering in the past and you're thinking, why is my house looking messy again? Or why is my house looking messy even though I have decluttered so much? Identify the procrastinate clutter. I mean, it is amazing the difference that that makes. Um, another example, not just the you know unfolded clothes, is um, so last Thursday, y'all, if you have kids going back to college, I'm, I'm, this is just mother to mother, okay, or to father, if there's fathers listening, or if you're in college yourself, you know, even better, go see what day they're supposed to go back, because it's possible. I mean, this is hypothetical, but it is possible that your, your kids might have assumed it was one day, and it turns out it was actually like, 10 days before what they were thinking. So um, it's always a good idea just to go check the website, right? Okay. Anyway, so last week, we ended up kind of in a, ah, I had part of the new book, the one that was a surprise to me, um, was due. So I had that deadline, just to make sure we're on the right track since we got a tight deadline. And um, anyway, so I've got that deadline. I found out that my kid was going back to school, like, 11, 10, 11 days before we even thought he might be going back. So there was that. And then there was, uh, you know, oh my goodness, we were going to have his wisdom teeth out during the time that he was at home. And now I thought that was going to be fine. And we were going to be able to schedule it for next week because they assured me that. And then anyway, so ended up having his wisdom teeth out last week. Why did I tell, start telling the story? It was going to be so good. Oh, here we go. So anyway, so he was having his wisdom teeth out and on Wednesday, and then my cleaner came on Thursday. If this is your first time to listen to my podcast, welcome. Yes, I do have someone who comes and cleans my house every other week. Um, I did not for the first seven years of what I call my desloppification process. I always say that because I know because I would have been the same way. Like she talks about cleaning and she has someone who cleans her house and she doesn't have to clean her house. Y'all, you guys, I'm telling you what, I clean so much more because I have a cleaner come, but there's other podcasts that totally explain that and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, uh, but yes, for seven years, I did it all on my own trying to figure out why I was this way and get my house under control without any kind of help. But she, um, you know what I found out? And this might be something to consider if you look into getting a cleaner. Um, so I have a, one person who cleans my house um, where I know I was talking to my best friend and she's got like a, a team of people that come in. So they're done like in an hour. Mine takes the whole day. And because she basically does a house every day, if a holiday falls on the day that she's supposed to come, then I am just out of luck. There is not a way to reschedule where my friend 
um, if a holiday falls on the day that hers are supposed to come, then they like work in another time during the week. So it makes me a little bit sad when I found that out uh, because mine comes on Thursdays. Well, guess what fell on Thursday this year? Well, th- Thursday always falls on Thanksgiving, but it also just happened to be on the Thursday that she was supposed to come. And then Christmas Eve fell on Thanksgiving. I mean, this is the best podcast, you guys. Christmas Eve fell on Thanksgiving last year. <laughs> it fell on Thursday last year is what I mean. Anyway, but we've got that. So it had, I, I was behind to say the least anyway. And because of that, I, I was already behind. And then because my week was insane last week, and then I was getting ready. So I was able to get everything together. But then my kid, who I normally we would have left the house and gone and done some back to school shopping instead, you know, he just had his wisdom teeth out, which went very well, thankfully. Did y'all know that if you only have the top ones out, it's nowhere near as dramatic or expensive, thankfully. So I was very excited that he only had to have his top ones out. But it was the day after he had his wisdom teeth out. We weren't going anywhere. So he and I like hung out in my room and watched TV. Um, so, so she didn't clean in there. Okay. So I'm sorry, you guys, but if I'm already a little bit frantic and I'm picking up the rest of the house, I did my very best to not stuff shift, but I did stuff shift just a little bit, some stuff into that room to make it easier. Anyway, so my bedroom, all of a sudden where it had been doing pretty good was total disaster. I had procrastinate clutter of clothing piles, okay, that need to be dealt with. So on Saturday, I was like, okay, this is ridiculous. I am just going to see what I can do. Oh, I don't know how this has gotten so out of control. This may be dramatic, what was going through my head. But really, I mean, it was like, I don't know how this always happens. And my house is out of control again. I can't believe my master bedroom got out. of. I was like, you know what, I'm just going to do something. I'm going to work through my own decluttering process, which you guys can learn in decluttering at the speed of life wherever books are sold. But as I did that, it was like, oh, the only things in this space were basically procrastinate clutter. Okay. I mean, I worked through my first three steps of the decluttering process and it was pretty much all gone. Meaning, you know, I started picking up trash. That's my way to get myself moving and to actually start looking at individual items instead of the overall, oh my goodness, this is overwhelming pile, you know, did that easy stuff, just stuff that was out of place, you know, because it had been stuff shifted there. And then uh, just, you know, some things that were like, oh, well, of course this stuff can go. I don't need to keep it. Duh, donations. So anyway, but it was just a reminder again, it was like, So many times when I get overwhelmed and I think, oh my goodness, my house is back to being a disaster. It's really just procrastinate clutter because visually procrastinate clutter, it just makes your house look messy. I mean, like the, the good news on that is to go, okay, so my house is looking and feeling messy. Let me identify the procrastinate clutter and procrastinate clutter. Um, the way I define it is it's the stuff that doesn't feel like real clutter. Like it doesn't feel like official clutter because it's clothes that need to be folded, things that need to be put away, stuff that got put there temporarily or left out temporarily. Um, and so it's not official clutter. Some people call it cleaning up or tidying or whatever. Great for them. Um, but because it's out, it is makes your house look and feel cluttered. You know what I mean? And when your house looks and feels cluttered, there's just less motivation to keep it 
looking nice, you know, it's, it's so much easier to just set something down on an already messy surface or in an already messy room. And so that procrastinate clutter doesn't feel like real clutter, but if you skip it, in this attempt to declutter the house or pick up the house if you skip it because you're and and the reason that I tend to skip it is I'm like, oh, well, I have to do that anyway. I'm going to have to do that eventually anyway. So I don't want to use this the way I feel. I don't want to use my decluttering energy now that I've got this energy to get my house under control. I don't want to use it on something like that that I'm going to have to do eventually anyway. But the problem is if I skip that stuff, my house, no matter what I do, is going to still feel messy and look messy. Does that make sense? Here's the thing. Laundry is not the criminal in this who's causing my house to look messy. It's not laundry. It's the procrasticlutter, which is the last step of laundry. So what are things, if you're thinking, well, what is my procrasticlutter? What are things that you have mostly finished, but you haven't finished that last step. Maybe it, you know, and oftentimes it could be a craft project that you are almost done with, but you haven't actually completed it. And because you haven't completed it, you haven't put away the stuff for it because you're like, well, I'm technically still working on that. And so your brain justifies it being there, but then that space is messy and then that space attracts more stuff. Okay. So that last step, that's the criminal in my messy house. So I'm saying like, that's the one causing the problem. That is the issue. So just a reminder, here we are at the beginning of the year. It is January 11th. And I heard somebody say yesterday that, you know, studies show, which, you know, I'm always like, okay, what studies? I don't know what you're talking about. Studies show that most people abandon their New Year's resolution by February 15th. And I was like, oh my word, do y'all know how happy I would be if I could stick with my resolution till February 15th? (laughs) Not that I have resolutions, but you know what I mean? But the thing I'm encouraging you on is routines, establishing routines and working on them, attempting to complete the routine, complete the laundry routine. So I feel like this energy that we have at the beginning of the year is great for decluttering. And it's an energy of, oh my goodness, I've got to change things of how things run in my house. Decluttering is a great way to use that energy. Everything you actually get out of your house, not shifted into a different space, but actually out of your house is going to make your house easier to maintain. Your house is going to feel neater, stay neater. But I would say an even better, more lasting use of that energy that is going to last you throughout the year is to really focus on creating routines that actually work for you. Okay. Like work on figuring out laundry. If you are just convinced that laundry day, like I do, does not, will not work for you. It does work for me. It works for a whole lot of people. But if you are convinced that it would never work for you, okay, then whatever other method you want to try the, which is pretty much the one load a day method or the assigning Um, you know, each person does their own laundry on a certain day of the week or whatever, but 
focus on it. Use this energy at this time of the year to focus on it and say, okay, this is the routine that we're going to try and we're going to really focus. I am making it my goal as I have this on top of mind that this year is going to be different, that I am going to get laundry under control. If you're doing the one load a day, then that means that you are super focused on that. I personally, that does not work for me. I recommend laundry day because it really is a wonderful thing once you get it down. Um, but you know, use this time to get caught up on your laundry so that then you can just do one week's worth of laundry next week. Because the first time you do laundry day is not one week's worth of laundry. It has no resemblance to what laundry day will look like in the future. You're catching up. But you know, doing that, focusing on it with the goal of fully completing this thing that I'm doing. So if you are doing the one load a day, focusing on it to where I am completing a full load every single day, not just rewashing. If you end up rewashing, try laundry day. It works so much better for those of us who end up forgetting and just rewashing the same load over and over. But anyway, but work on the completing of that. Okay. Not just half doing it, but say, okay, I am focused at this time of year. So I'm going to focus on figuring out what is that last step and making sure that that last step is done because that last step is procrastinate. You know, if you don't do it, it's procrastinate and procrastinate is the reason why your house looks messy and stays looking messy. Okay. That and all the other stuff, but it will never not look messy if you don't deal with procrastinate. Okay. All right. Um, just a couple of reminders about the takeyourhousebackcom the course. Um, I would love to hear from those of you who are taking it. I've just, I've really heard a lot of people who just absolutely love it and it makes me happy. And also, if you'd like to know more about being a patron of the show, you can go to patreon.com slash a slob comes clean. Uh, we have a lot of fun over there. Um, if you are, you know, like, okay, this is my year, but I need, I need an extra oomph. I need more support that's a great place for it. We're all on the same page. We're all talking in the same language about procrastinate clutter. You don't have to explain to anybody what procrastinate clutter is as you're trying to figure it out in your own home. Everybody knows exactly what you're talking about because they all listen to the podcast. So anyway, also I did a YouTube video. Yeah. Who knows if I'll do more or not, but we'll see. Okay. I am going to stop there and I will talk to you guys next week. Okay. Bye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com.